0: What is up guys and welcome to the very first official episode of Bizarre Inquiries, the talk slash question show where we answer any weird, bizarre questions slash inquiries that you guys might throw at us. And uh, Oren, if you want to give everybody a premise of what we're doing over here, because this is the first official episode, and this will be dropped on our normal feed, so everybody can go and check it out, because this will be a Patreon-exclusive show. But uh, Oren, let them know a little bit about the show and uh, what we're planning on doing as far as the show goes.
1: Okay, guys, so uh, like Shane said, this is the first official episode, uh, but this is going to be like a Patreon-exclusive kind of mini-show And uh, believe it or not, guys, we do put a lot of effort and work into the regular show. We put a lot of research into the notes and whatnot. So uh, for this show, we're going to do something a little bit different. It's going to be way more laid back and free-flowing. We're kind of going to be a little bit more jokey on this one. Uh, Some of the topics are going to be kind of zany and off the wall. Some of them are going to be more serious, uh, like today's topic. Uh, Some of them, of course, are going to be... submitted by listeners and patrons, and some of it's just going to be fun stuff that me and Shane think of. So uh, that's kind of the rundown on what we're going to be doing on uh, Bizarre Inquiries. And, uh, yeah, excited to get the ball rolling on this uh, little Patreon-exclusive mini-show.
0: Hey, might as well since it's the first episode too. Uh, We're going to keep building this up. It's going to become a lot tighter as we run through. But uh, we do have something planned as far as March goes. And I know that March Madness is your thing, Oren. So I guess let them know a little bit about it. And if there's additional stuff I need to add in, let them know what we're going to be exactly doing a little bit differently for this show in March.
1: Yeah, so uh, in the spirit of March Madness, uh, we're going to be doing like a uh, cryptid March Madness bracket. Uh, Of course, pitting different cryptids against each other. Uh, Me and Shane are going to discuss the matchups. We're going to try to run some sort of computer simulation or something to uh, try to come up with the winners of these matchups. You guys are going to be able to uh, suggest cryptids that you want to see in the bracket, and there might be prizes involved. So, uh, yeah, that's something for you guys to look forward to here in a couple of months.
0: And uh, for that, we will be doing that full month of these episodes directly onto YouTube. It won't exclusively be for Patreon. Patreon. And as far as the winners go, the way we're going to do it is that I know multiple people are going to suggest the same cryptids. So I'm going to take a tally of whoever's in the camp of whatever cryptid. And at the end of it, whoever the winner is of the bracket is uh, we're going to do a random number generator for everybody that thought that that person was going to be the winner. And whoever the total winner is of all of that will more than likely receive either a free T-shirt with a sticker pack, maybe with some posters. Uh, We'll coordinate and figure it out for sure. We get a little bit later on, but for sure one of the things that will be included in that will be uh, an exclusive T-shirt. Depending on what you want, maybe we can even make it a Bizarre Inquiries T-shirt or we can let you guys have your pick because we also do have the Bizarre Encounters stuff too. Um, But that's totally up to you guys. But we got a lot of plans as far as that goes, uh, but those obviously are going to be the more off-the-wall, fun, random type episodes, but uh, getting into it today, our first question for the show is from Birdie Cuda from our Discord channel, uh, and they ask, with all the technology getting better every year, when do you think there will be a solid evidence of proof of the paranormal? So I guess since I suggested the, or threw the question out, Oren, I'll let you hop onto it first, and then we'll have some back and forth with this one.
1: So I think this is a really good question to start the show off with. I think this kind of gets back to a lot of the shit we talk about on the main show. And, you know, you guys have heard me beat this drum for a year now. I mean, I don't think we're ever going to find solid answers to a lot of this stuff. I think that's, in a lot of ways, beside the point. I think, you know, not to sound all, you know, woo-woo-y, but... I think a lot of the paranormal and researching the paranormal is about the journey more than the destination. And I don't necessarily think we need answers to a lot of this stuff. And from just the little bit we know about the paranormal and the phenomenon and whatnot, I think we'd be ludicrous to think that we're ever going to find answers no matter how advanced technology does get. I mean, we talk about all the time on the show about the phenomenon changing and adapting and wearing masks and presenting itself to the modern day standards. So what's not to say that, you know, the more our technology increases and gets better, the phenomenon's not just going to always adapt and stay, you know, two steps ahead of us. So I think it's a great question. I think it, uh, you know, gives us a lot of room for debate, but at the end of the day, I don't think we're ever going to find rock-solid answers, and like I said, I don't necessarily think that's that important. I think it's kind of missing the point.
0: See, as far as I go, I think that there's a lot more of an understanding of this than what we actually realize, because at least for me, I feel like you get into the whole like elite concept, and what they want more than anything is to try to find a way to theoretically live forever, be it in a physical vessel or in some other form. So... Considering that there's a lot of, like, true paranormal stuff that gets pulled off the internet, um, the dark web is absolutely full of this, like, dark, true paranormal stuff, I think that there's a lot more of an understanding of it, and that's why it could theoretically get partially hidden from the public, and they do all these, like, funny paranormal shows that are just off-the-wall and goofy to pull people away from the reality of it, that I think that it's all about vibration, electromagnetic frequencies... And I think that there's almost like a grid work of another world that exists and they try to cover it up because they know that there's a way to like transfer consciousness over to that. But my other question that adds in with that is the fact that if there is some type of like, because of updates in technology, even there's more of like a grid for these paranormal things to exist in because there's all these different frequencies moving through the air at any given time. Um, You know, what, what, if, if there is all of that in the air to begin with at this point now, <clears throat> like, I feel like there's there's more premise of it actually being around all the time, and that. See, I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out exactly how to like relay what I'm trying to say here, but um.
1: Well, I, I think I know kind of what you're getting at. Like, okay, so back a hundred years ago, when technology wasn't to the level that it was, I mean, a lot of this stuff could have been more sporadic. But you know, basically, we've got fucking computers and transmitters and antennas and satellites and shit everywhere at this point and maybe that kind of acts as a conduit for these things to seep in is that kind of where you're going
0: yeah that's that's kind of how I was trying to word it and i wasn't even going to add in the fact that who knows before it's time or if there there might even already be something that exists in this manner but if there is all of these this consciousness that's existing within like the grid work of everything that we have going on who's to say that it's not like a temporary spacer where if somebody passes away, they're existing in this area. But then if they develop the right device, such as a simulated reality or something, some type of like simulation or VR type of thing, that they might not be able to pull consciousness from the electromagnetic frequency of the planet and put it into this system. So it's almost like a standby thing where maybe some of these elites like are existing within this area, they're communicating back and forth and it's just a matter of developing some type of technology that they can exist in within that. And then once they pull that consciousness into some type of simulated reality, virtual reality, then the next step after that might be that they might be able to transfer that consciousness back into some form of a vessel, maybe not necessarily an organic vessel, but they could potentially put it back into some type of like robotic vessel, some cyber vessels, some AI vessel. I mean, half the AI, you have those weird responses that you get from all of these different chat sites and stuff. I mean, and some people talk about how there'll be very computer generated responses, then all of a sudden there'll be like weird conscious responses, and then it'll go back to the computer generated responses. Maybe that's, is things from the other side starting to communicate back in? And again, it's just a matter of we're almost developing a framework for these things to be able to exist in now that there's more electricity, different vibrations, frequencies, everything that are going through the air constantly. You're just creating a thicker atmosphere for these things to potentially exist in.
1: Well, and it kind of, all that that you were saying gets back to the idea of like the Akashic Record, which we talked about a little bit in like our Edgar Cayce episode, and I'm sure a lot of the listeners are, at least a little bit familiar with, and this idea that, you know, there's this universal consciousness that always exists and we can tap into it and, you know, basically our physical bodies might die and go away, but our consciousness goes somewhere and can be tapped into. And like you were saying, when we figure out how to tap into it, you know, it's not a far cry from basically everything you were describing. And, you know, the whole, like, AI, augmented humans, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff, the direction we're moving in, it uh, made me think of, um, I was watching uh, Joe Rogan's podcast and Elon Musk was on there and Joe asked him something to the effect of, you know, kind of like AI, uh, you know, the robots taking over that kind of thing, like human uh, robot integration or whatever. And Musk said, so he held up his cell phone. And he said, We're already there. You, you know, you've got your cell phone with you all the time. He said, The only difference is it's not fully integrated yet. So, like, we're already on the path to a lot of this stuff you were just talking about. But theoretically, if they hadn't already figured it out and we just don't know it, I mean, if you could have some sort of synthetic vessel that you can download this universal consciousness onto, I mean, it seems at least plausible.
0: And I mean, it's a matter of two, when you pass away again, maybe knowing more than what they lead off that they know, you talk about the whole concept of like walking into the light, you know, maybe if you walk into the light, you either become one with the universal consciousness, you go to heaven, whichever way you kind of want to view it, or you maybe even reincarnate after that point. But if you walk away from the light, you may exist within this electromagnetic realm and potentially, be around so that when this technology is developed, then you're able to jump back into somewhere without actually like physically like leaving this reality. Like maybe that's one of the secrets is that all of these elites when they pass away, they don't walk into the light. They walk away from the light, waiting for the day when the right technology comes that they can hop back into something within this reality.
1: So something you just said, you know, we talk all the time on the show about issues of language and, you know, people trying to describe indescribable things with the best language they have and You know, these ancient stories, what could they really mean in real-world terms? And um, I've mentioned on the show before, at this point in my life, I don't consider myself a Christian, but I think there is some value to be gained from the Bible and biblical stories. And what you were just saying sounds a whole lot like, you know, book of Revelation, you know, people will be risen up. And like their bodies will be, you know, I'm not a Bible scholar, but basically, you know, in times, exactly what you're saying, the dead shall rise again. Maybe, you know, that's exactly what you were saying, just in a more, you know, physical, technological aspect rather than a woo-woo spiritual aspect.
0: It'd be like a cyborg version of Terminator where rather than it being artificial intelligence within the Terminator bodies, it's actually consciousness that's put into a robotic vessel. And from there, they think that they're more superior and it just forms this new version of the apocalypse with like all these elites coming back and finally like mass genociding everybody that they wanted to dwindle down the numbers. But at that point you do not even necessarily need resources other than some type of power, unless you created some type of reoccurring power, which assumably when we get to the point of like cyborgs, there's probably going to be some type of reoccurring power, at least within the cyborgs where maybe it's like a matter of there being coils and every single time they make a movement, it recharges and creates more energy. So essentially these things would never like die or have to like, plug into a wall to charge, you know? Like, I feel like it'll have to move past that in order for these cyborg bodies to work where it creates its own energy because, like, I don't think that you, you'd, you'd be charging every, like, hour. Like, I don't think you create create a big enough battery in order to sustain, like, a functioning body for a 24-hour period regularly, you know?
1: Or unless it's a Matrix you know, Neo type situation where the elites are using everybody else as the battery. I mean, the rabbit hole is just endless with this one.
0: See, and like theoretically, if you did that, it wouldn't even matter if the apocalypse happened because if you had all consciousness trapped within like a virtual reality, you could have that re virtual reality in like a little hard drive type device and talk about getting consciousness off the planet in order to keep humans alive in some way, shape or form. Like, you could essentially take all of these elites, they launch themselves into space on this little virtual reality hard drive, they're all existing wherever they want to exist, and then once they crash somewhere else that they find habitable, they can inhabit that planet, and it wouldn't necessarily need to be, like, an organic planet for them to exist on at that point, like, because they'd be be cyborgs, you know? They don't need that kind of stuff.
1: Hey, here's another thought. That's fucking Noah's Ark, man. Mm -hmm. You know?
0: (laughs) Ain't that the truth?
1: If you're just downloading... Consciousness from one vessel to another, you don't need every fucking two by two animal. You know, like you said, you can have it on a hard drive and you get somewhere else and just download it and roll on.
0: So, and then you can switch back and forth. I mean, you could, you know, at night when you sleep and your body has to recharge, then you go into the virtual reality. And then when uh, you're out and about and you want to be able to go about your day, collect resources, whatever, then you transfer into your robotic body.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And then your robotic body, it's Berenstain Bears instead of Berenstine
0: Bears. (laughs) Hey, but at that point, Earth would be destroyed, so there wouldn't even be any Berenstain or Berensteins.
1: (laughs) But, no, I mean, I think this was a great first episode. Like, this question, I thought it was good on its surface, but as we got digging into it, I mean, there's so many places you can go with these kind of, like, really high-level theoretical questions, and, you know, this the kind of stuff that we still do on the main show, but, you know, normally we're focused on a specific topic and just don't let ourselves run wild. So, I mean, I think it's kind of cool that we're uh, doing this new show with this new format where we uh, have a little bit less structure and just go where the conversation takes us. So I think this was a great, uh, great first episode and a big thanks to uh, the patron who suggested it.
0: Birdie Cuda. Drop that one in there again.
1: I I could not remember what the name
0: was. But uh, even so, we're talking about the format of the show changing as we go on. We had one idea going in. I think this is going to be how it ends up rolling, that essentially we're going to start off with a question. We'll probably just run one question for this because we can just side tangent whatever we want to go into, but it may not necessarily stick to that question completely. We may go off on a side tangent and end up somewhere completely different, but we're starting... with a a listener question, and then we just let it go on naturally from where it goes from there. So I'm glad we did the test run. I'm glad this is the official first episode because already right out of the gates, I think we have a good format going, and I think this is going to work out even better as we continue on in the future.
1: And if you guys want to uh, suggest any questions for us to tackle on this new mini-show, please get up with us through... You know, Instagram, through Discord, um, any of the the avenues that you guys know how to get up with us through. Just reach out, and uh, we are eagerly anticipating y'all's suggestions.
0: And if you guys want to catch every single episode of this show, don't forget to go and become a Patreon member. I will be dropping random episodes of this here and there, of course. So to all the regular listeners, you will get episodes of this here and there. But if you want to get every single episode of the show, don't forget to go and become a Patreon member. And, of course, we want to discuss these questions with you. So whenever we drop these questions on the normal feed, uh, we do have a channel on the Discord that is titled Bizarre Inquiries. And the premise of that, I'm going to redrop the questions back into there, and I want everybody to discuss their ideas on the questions because I want to hear from all you guys on what you guys think. So anytime an episode of this drops, don't forget to go and check out the Discord, pop into that chat room, and throw in your feedback because, again, we'd love to hear your guys' theories and suggestions on all this different stuff that we talk about too. And uh, with that, I have been the one, the only Shane. And I've been Oren. And guys, this is the most bizarre show on Patreon. So, of course, in the format of how we normally do bizarre encounters, i got to tell you guys to always stay bizarre.
1: stained bears?